take matters into their own hands. No, sir, you made it clear just a moment ago that your men never take matters in their own hands. Your men follow orders or people die. So Santiago shouldn't have been in any danger at all, should he have, Colonel? You snotty little bastard. Your Honor, I'd like to ask for a recess. I'd like an answer to the question, Judge. The court will wait for an answer. If Lieutenant Kendrick gave an order that Santiago wasn't to be touched, then why did he have to be transferred? Colonel, Lieutenant Kendrick ordered the code red, didn't he? Because that's what you told Lieutenant Kendrick to do. Object! And when you went bad, you cut friends. these guys loose! Your Honor, you had markers inside the phony transfer! Your Honor, you doctored the logbook! Damn it, Captain! You coerced the doctor! Consider Not yourself in contempt! Colonel Jessup, did you order the code red? You don't have to answer that question. I'll answer the question. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers! I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Truth tellers! What it do? What it does? It is your whole Sunday, Sun Diesel, Son of the Sun, Son of Man, Son of God, deeply embedded in the flesh. This is the podcast, Tell Me the Truth, and it is Monday. I'm late, and tomorrow's Super Tuesday. So, let's get down to some business. Uh, you can reach us at www.tellmethetruth-podcast.com. Again, www.tellmethetruth-podcast.com. There you can get a hold of us through all of our social links, such as Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Google+, YouTube, all that other stuff too, Tumblr and whatever. So do that. Leave us a rating on iTunes because we are Uh, Catalog on iTunes, help us get rated, help us get uh, some notoriety. If you want to be a guest on the show, contact us on the website. We can do it Skype, cell phone, or you can come into the studio. Uh, So just throwing all that information out there. Also, look at all our catalog guests. Check them out on their websites. Check them out on their links. I have links to everybody. Just go to the episodes page, find your person's episode, hit it. It'll pop up with all their links, social media, podcasts, videos, and everything they had to offer. Uh, so, with that being said, I just want to remind everybody tomorrow is Super Tuesday uh, in the quote-unquote election process. If you have not Listen to Black's Law Part 1 and Part 2. Do that. Uh, Today, though, is episode number 23. Yeah, because the kid cast was 22. So this would be episode 23. Uh, What we're going to do with this episode is just talk about uh, the current state with the elections and stuff coming up tomorrow super tuesday so i thought today would be a good day just to talk about political stuff and the different candidates so in this episode it's just me and my internet is down so i pretty much went right off of what i have absorbed from the rhetoric that i've heard of the candidates and i kind of just put it out there we also dove deep into different areas of manipulation that they use and i liked it so yeah went strong for an hour dolo so uh here it is episode 23 the politicast with sun days get him i'm thinking about the good old days now quick they slip away but I'm gonna be fine, I'm gonna be fine, I'm gonna be alright. Slide it up and let 
<clears throat> all right here we go not taking no prisoners all right okay people today is monday february 29 2016 i was busy this weekend didn't report a uh, record a podcast with nobody but i do it every monday no matter what so here we go this is the politicast now as everybody knows tomorrow is super tuesday and because tomorrow is Super Tuesday, I thought it would be a good time to do a Politicast. I think I wanted to have other people with me to do this, but, uh, you know, nobody's here but me. I wanted to go on the internet, Google shit about these people and talk about it, but that's not happening either because, taking off the headphones, because my internet is acting up because I'm so far away from the router. So I'm going to do this all freestyle, all, all basically what I've been hearing. Now to give y'all an intro to myself and my political history, you know, so far as this election is concerned, pretty disgusted in all the candidates. And I don't watch TV. I'm way too busy actually living life, so I don't watch TV. I may catch a little YouTube here and there on a lunch break or when I get home from work, but I'm not really on that. T- I don't even got cable. Okay, I unplugged a few years ago, so I don't really get all of the talking heads, all the opinions, all of this, that, and the third when it comes to political issues. You know, I don't really get that and, you know, have that being a part of my whole repertoire of what goes into me making political decisions. Also, I have enough sense to know what rhetoric is. So when people are telling me, oh, this person said this, that person said that, that's rhetoric. And uh, if I have some time, I may get my damn law dictionary and look up, or maybe I get the big Webster's dictionary and look up what rhetorical speech is and what is rhetoric versus what is reality. And that goes back, I'm pretty sure, to the Greeks, you know, when they did the first Republic and this and that and the third, or I'm not going to say the first, but when they experimented with the concepts of republics and democracies and different uh, forms of government other than, uh, you know, kingdoms and queendoms or what would that be called? Monarchies, monarchies and different spiritual reigns of things that govern people outside of tribal structures. So the rhetoric, that's what I was talking about. The rhetoric is really what we're getting when we watch CNN, what we're getting when we watch, what's the other one, Fox, MSNBC, all of that shit, man. If you really think about it, it's so funny. The movie Anchorman is a real funny movie. Part two, I mean, Anchorman 2, because they accredit Ron Burgundy with being the person who invented, um, who invented like infotainment. You know, Alex Jones is a big infotainment person. He has information, but he presents it in a in an entertaining way. And that's what all of them try to do. You know, even your local broadcast, they don't so much present. They, they present it pretty watered down, but they pick the stories that are sensational and are usually bullshit. You know, but that's what they choose to give us. You know, the watered down stuff, the shit that'll make you be like, oh, snap, oh, snap, that's crazy. Or at least I'm not that person. Or I feel sorry for this person. And it's all an emotional roller coaster they give you in the news because it's infotainment. They're entertaining you with information, you know, where what we need is, you know, information, you know. And I'm not saying we always have to separate our information and entertainment because sometimes for certain people, the only way you're going to get them to swallow knowledge 
is by putting it in a vehicle that they can handle. I mean, a lot of people learn from rap music. And you can tell who has listened to good music. Um, it's not even rap music. I take that back. A lot of people learn from music. So if a person listens to this kind of music, they may dress a certain way. They, they swag may lean a certain way. And if they listen to that kind of music, they may dress a certain way or lean a certain way. Or the way they are dictates the music they listen to. And I'm getting back to the point. Don't get it twisted. Um, but what I'm trying to say is what we absorb through our eyes and ears and hands and mouth affect who we are. Now, pull it back to the end. I see a wood. I'm looking out the window while I'm doing this. I see a woodpecker. <laughs> um, so bring that back to the infotainment. Bring that back to the CNN. Bring that back to the talking heads. Bring that back to politicians. Bring that the fuck back to Super Tuesday in this bitch. You see what I'm talking about? I'm not forgetting what I'm talking about. Bring the shit back to Super Tuesday. So tomorrow is Super Tuesday. And what I'm trying to say is, is that a lot of people is making decisions based off their fucking emotions. That shit drives me out so fucking lootly crazy. Get rid of those fucking emotions when it comes to making decisions. And a lot of people are going to say, oh, look, how the fuck are you going to say get rid of your emotions when you're making decisions? You're such a nice guy, this and that and the third. But I'm going to be honest with you. I try to abandon my emotions when I'm making decisions because they always come back to fucking bite you. Now, does that mean I'm not going to help a person if they need help? No. Does that mean I may or may not risk my life for my brother or my sister? No. And I'm talking about universally. No. But what that means is, is that you can't just jump and say yes. You can't just jump and say no. You can't say, oh, this person said this what I like, so I'm going to fuck with this person. Or this person said that what I don't like, so I'm not going to fuck with that person. You can't just be emotionally driven and provoked. Now, let's tie that. Well, we, had, we, we had six minutes and we finna tie one of these knots together. So, oh, there goes somebody's fucking car alarm. Please turn that off. Um, so, thank you. Uh, so, watch this. You got people out here on the TV running for office coming with pure rhetoric. None of them say what they're going to do. Just rhetoric. I'm going to get back to that too. Just rhetoric. So you have people out there kicking rhetoric and then you have people listening. Wait a second. You got people out there kicking rhetoric and then you have people Spinning the rhetoric, explaining to you what this bullshit is supposed to mean to you. And then you have people absorbing it and forming an opinion. Now, we live in a republic why, where it is by the people, for the people. Y'all remember the Pledge of Allegiance? We did it earlier in episode 5, Black's Law. And to the republic, not to the democracy, not to the Democratic Party, not to the Republican Party, not to the this, the that, and the fucking third. And to the republic public listen to black's law get a dictionary figure out what a republic is so that this can be a republic the people must vote we must express our opinion and our leadership okay this is the key and this is some of that you know magic that they do you know because we all know not going there but this is some of the magic that they do anything that they do to you you must be signing you must sign up for this shit when it happens to you even when you go to see a magician, you pay to get into that. So when he fools you, you ask to get fooled. Check. 
Check, do the math. You asked to get food. So in order for this whole republic to work and this whole thing to work, you have to fucking, what's the word? Um, you have to consign to it or conscript to it. And we do it in many different ways. This is not the episode to break down how we do that, but voting is one of them because you choose your masters, okay, Pete? So the key of it is is to say, hey, we got to get these people to vote. Now, we know corporations run this shit and it's deeper than that, but just to stay on the top, let's stay shallow. Corporations run this whole thing, right? And you know most people are backed by corporations. I heard Bernie Sanders. We're going to drop the first name of the thing. I heard Bernie Sanders gets a lot of his shit, uh, a lot of his funds from organic or grassroots sources. I can't Google it right now because my computer is acting up. So we're just going to have to base this on, you know, the rhetoric or the common knowledge. So you have corporations backing all your candidates. Now, my first thing that like makes me think, the hustle is on is is that you have a candidate for every demographic of person now a lot of people for some odd reason like to think that the world is a thing of coincidence and the world is the thing of chance and oh this just happened to happen and you just happen to be out of your fucking mind if you think that powerful people are just letting nature play its course out what what other point in life do we let nature play its course out nowhere we augment it you know, we augment it to fit our, our needs and everything in nature does that. A plant's roots augment the dirt. You know, a bird augments trees to do a nest. You know, animals augments plants by taking their fruit. Everything changes something to live. We're in constant change in motion. Stop being afraid of change. Um, so, so they augment it to fit their situation. Now, what we must do is say, hey, why do these people have every demographic? Okay, I know. Okay, I lost my thought for a second. We're coming back. So, like I said, we think everything is naturally happening. Everything is not naturally happening. Everything is manipulated. And this is why I, you know, I, I, I would say believe, but just like you just have to know it. Everything is, you live in a house. You don't live in the woods. You know, we, we manipulate everything. You know, we just think that when somebody else starts manipulating us, it's bad. But we manipulate shit. So at any rate, I think all the candidates are bought and paid for. I don't think because, you know, there's a debate commission. It's a, it's a fucking debate commission that's privately. Nobody even knows who's on it. Not only do we not know the electoral college, we don't even know the debate commission. And the debate commission is the people who say who can debate peep game after i think it was either ross perot or ralph nader yeah it was ross perot they did it after ross perot the debate commission really kicked in and shit and then i think ralph nader the green party guy due to history didn't get invited to the debates and then one of his supporters gave him their ticket and then they still wouldn't let him in because the debate commission said he couldn't even be in the fucking building on the debate for the president of the united states and he had uh you know a percentage of the population behind him but they didn't even want you to have a option to choose him or at least hear him speak. I think you still can get on the ballot. But as we know, if we don't know your name. We don't know your name. So peep game. All these candidates. And I'm going to break them down with my little bit of knowledge that I have on them. But all these candidates are already chosen because if, they, if, if you know their names, people like this, if you know their names, <coughs> 
They've already got the green light, man. They already got the green light. They already in with D-Man. You know what I'm saying? No matter who it is. And when Barack Obama was on the ticket, him too. Don't get it twisted. Him too. So, oh yeah, because you remember when he was doing the campaign shit and then he left all his reporters and went to, a, I think it was a, a Bilderberg meeting or a, 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 a Committee for Foreign Relations meeting. Yeah, look up those groups. Trilateral Commission, all that. That's real stuff. Illuminati may be fake, but those are real organizations. So, um, all of them are bought and paid for. So, all of your options are bought and paid for. Am I saying don't vote? No, I'm not saying don't vote. I'm not saying do vote. All I'm saying is, is that the fucking game is rigged, bro. So, don't get it twisted. This podcast isn't supporting anybody. I'm just here. Oh, shit. Let me plug in this computer for it. Die. Oh, don't die on me. Uh there we go. We, back. It was at 10%. Okay. So that's all I'm saying is the whole thing is rigged. But with that being said, I'm not going to run away from the podcast. We still going to do it. All right. Let's go. So we got that out of the way because I, I really wanted to clear the air with that. I don't want people to get the wrong impression of where I'm coming from with this podcast. But we must know, guys, hey. All these guys get money from somewhere, and that shit is not free. If a motherfucker give you a hundred dollars and then ask you for a ride, uh, you gonna give them a ride, and you may give them a hundred dollars worth of rides if you broke. So just hey, do the analogy, use the metaphor. Duh, this person got three hundred twenty. I heard who did I hear? Somebody gave Hillary Clinton three hundred twenty-five million yesterday, and then you know the Republicans do this and that. Donald Trump spending his own money. And that's, I mean, I don't know. The shit is nuts. But let's get into the deaths. I'm going to start working with some of these candidates and see how see see how deep we get into it. So the first candidate, I'm going to start on, do I want to start on the extreme left? Or do I want to start on the extreme right? Or I think I'll just start with the people that I don't know much about at all. Some of these middlers. So, you know, Jeb Bush is gone. So let's, who else is a middler? I think Ted Cruz is a middle person. He's not really screen left. He's not really screen right. And he's really not going to fucking win either. So here's my thing with Ted Cruz, Texas guy. I think he's the religious guy. Joe Rogan always tripping, so he think Ted Cruz is really gay. I don't know. But at any rate, my thing with Ted Cruz is he's supposed to be a Hispanic choice. First of all, why is it every time you get an ethnic choice, it's like the whitest version of it? Even Barack Obama, he's the first black president, but he had a white mama and was raised by his white grandparents in Hawaii. That's not a real ghetto experience. But all I'm saying, and you don't have to have a ghetto experience to be black, but you know what I'm saying? He's like the black president who had the whitest experience in life. <laughs> you know? I ain't hating on him. I'm just pointing that out. You know, a lot of people don't think that, but I'm like, yo, this and that and the third. So back to Ted Cruz, who is a Latino. Because, you know, I think they say there's a difference between Latino and Hispanic. I think Hispanic is just any Spanish-speaking person. And a Latino is somebody from Latin America, um, which I don't know what that's supposed to mean. But I guess North... I mean, where is Latin America? South and Central America? Why don't they just say somebody from South and Central America? But my thing with some of these, quote-unquote, Hispanic candidates is they look really... Like, do you ever look at the censuses and it says black, non-Hispanic, white, non-Hispanic? So that means you can be black and Hispanic and white and Hispanic. But Hispanic just means you speak Spanish, right? So if Hispanic just means, so if I speak Spanish, am I now black Hispanic? If, if Spanish is my native tongue, because Spanish is a European language. So it trips me out with people 
think just because a person says they're Hispanic or whatever and they look as white as any other white person but they speak Spanish that now they're not white anymore well maybe their ancestors just come from Spain just like white people like English white people's ancestors come from you know wherever the fuck Italy Europe uh, UK Britain you know Scandinavia I don't know but all of a sudden the person says oh I'm Spanish but you as white as any other Smith or you know Johnson around this motherfucker you just happen to speak Spanish but that's the Hispanic vote and then you see real Hispanic people walking around here looking you know brown and not motherfucking I don't know the shit's crazy so I I just I just noticed that it trips me out like where's the Anderson Silva Spanish person at <laughs> you know option he'll be black again you know what I'm saying like look Barack Obama's black but his mama's white so why isn't he the first biracial president just saying uh so Ted Cruz religious guy I don't think he's gonna win I think he's out there just to really give a voice to those people who are Republican religious and not against uh, and against Donald Trump and the people who are pro-abortion you know blase blah he's for that group of people but that group of people is losing power because the world is becoming more secular you know the world is kind of abandoning religions but I think so at least because you know religions got their power when people couldn't read you know when people couldn't understand what this is saying and now that people can read it's like well, okay I know what the book so I don't read my book whether it's the Bible Quran Bhagavad Gita whatever it is and like I read it and it sounds like mythology it sounds like fantasy. There are excellent lessons in it, and I think those would be called, what are those called? It begins with an A. I'm going to come back to that. Um, those are great um, stories with messages in them, but, you know, did those cosmic battles that are in the Bhagavad Gita take place? You know, did some of the miracles in the Bible actually, <clears throat> actually take place? I don't know. I'm just saying, and I haven't really read the Quran, but, um, you know, that's another episode in itself, how people, you know, is wilding out about that right now, you know, but my whole thing is I think Ted Cruz is here to give voice to the religious Republicans, the people who are pro-life, you know, the people who are probably a little anti-gay, and that's what he's doing, and the Hispanic vibe, but I don't think it's going to work. Because, you know, fucking Republicans hate on Spanish people hard. So just because you got like the palest version of a Spanish person and don't for fucking get when you go to these people's countries, they're not fucking Hispanic no more. He's white in his country. There are white and black Mexicans, white and black Cubans, white and black Brazilians, white and black everything. It's just when you come here, you become Hispanic. Like, for instance, here I'm black. If I go to Europe, I'm an American. You see what I'm saying? I go to Australia, I'm an American. In Australia, the Aboriginal people are black. I listened to a fucking podcast the other day, and this Aboriginal person was saying, yeah, you know, here, black people, black people, black people, this black people, this black people, that. And she was talking about Aboriginal people, not us and not African-American. She was talking about her, so they see themselves as black people. Who taught you that in history class? So if I'm black and this Aboriginal person is black, then shit, what's the dealio? How's I'm the minority? And then you got these Brazilian people that's black. But when they come over here, it's a Hispanic thing. Well, anyways, let's get back to the facts. I said, the whole Ted Cruz thing is, when he go back to wherever his ancestors or his recent descendants come from, he's a white guy. Straight up. It's just you come over here and now you get a Hispanic box. 
So I don't think that shit is going to work because nobody's really trying to hear all that right now. They're, that's still too extreme, and that's the moderate extreme compared to Trump. Let's keep going. Marco Rubio, he's from my hometown here of Florida. He's another middler. Don't think he's going to win. Don't think he's going to make it to the show. I don't know what the fuck he be talking about, man. I listen to some of his shit from the debate, and it's like they just be trying to keep up with Donald Trump. They don't have the thunder, and America has been so ignorantized, they're dumbed down, um, that um, they can't really deal with any. They done been keeping up with the fucking Kardashians for so long that we can't really deal with anything more than a you know reality show. So, Marco Rubio, you're not gonna make it, bro. Because you're talking about some stupid shit. You sound like one of these baby wannabe Donald Trump motherfuckers when it comes to immigration and this and that. And you're supposed to be Spanish or whatever, too. So that's another person, too, that's like a white Spanish guy. I don't fucking know. That's all I'm saying is, is that he's not going to win either. I haven't really researched him because I know he's not going to win because he does not have the spunk. You know, he does not have the presence. Like, when I hear him speak, I'm like, yeah, he's not going to win. Donald Trump... And I don't even want to skip the Trump yet. Let's stay on Rubio. That's all I can say about Rubio. I'm not a, you know, shit. He hasn't really, like I said, he's not going to win. Anyway, so we got, you know. Oh, and you also heard, who else dropped that? The fat guy. New Jersey, Chris Christie. He dropped that. I heard he's supporting Trump right now. So let's get to some of these middle ground Democratic people, which I think it's only one. Scott, somebody... Okay, that's the best bad of me. But see, that's the key. If I can't even think of your fucking name, you're not going to win. Okay, so you know who that third guy was in the Democratic primaries. And you know his ass is absolutely not going to win the election. Because I can't even think of his name. I don't got Google. I think it's Scott something or something, Scott. His ass is not going to win. That's just straight up. Sorry, bro. You're not going to win. Uh, so, and with him, Scott Mitchell. Boom. Got it. I pulled it out of my head. Scott Mitchell, he's not going to win. I heard some Scott Mitchell supporters. He probably would be a great candidate, but they're not pushing for him. The machine is not pushing him. He's just like a a filler, you know, just like Rubio and Cruz. It's like you got two Spanish candidates. Oh, back to Rubio and Cruz. I think the uh, Republican Party is pushing them. I think that was the original plan. The original plan was we're going to hit their ass because they know they was coming with that Hillary Clinton move for the female vote. So they was like, okay, we're going to hit their ass with the Spanish vibration and it's going to crush the game. They was going to try to do a Barack Obama move. You know, they went with the one guy, the Mormon fella who lost, can't remember his name, and Paul Ryan. That's sad when I can remember his not his uh, vice president uh, candidate, but I can't remember him. Yeah, he that forty seven percent shit guy. Can't remember his name either, but you know, and they knew they was gonna lose. Then he was kind of eccentric, being Mormon and from Mexico and stuff. But he was just another rich asshole, you know. And that's the key. Hello, these people are all just products of rich assholes. Um, that they that shit got shut out. Um, but that's the key with that. So I think Donald Trump is shaking it because. He's actually going against the establishment while being in the establishment. And back over to these Democrat middlers, Scott Mitchell, you ain't going to make it, bro. I'm sorry, but it's not going to happen. You're not going to make it. Apologize. You ain't going to make it. So let's just get to some of, we're at about 23 minutes. Let's get to the big three. 
because I think we can take a good amount of time talking about each person who are really the people to, to think about. Really, and that's crazy because I'm thinking, damn, Donald Trump, I feel like he's going to get the nomination, which is scary. That's really scary. That a reality show guy, TV personality, can get the executive seat in this office. But I feel like we've been getting primed for this kind of stuff for quite some time. Because if you look at it, if you look at it, you know, we've been entertained to such a degree. You know, we have so many screens in front of us and, I, and I'm guilty. I mean, you heard the kid, as my son said, oh, you're on the phone you gave me. You know, that the reality of doing our homework, being responsible citizens, digging deep in all aspects of life is not really that fun. And I know, trust me, man, I was fucking nine hours doing a side job yesterday to get this scroll up to pay for my daughter's daycare uh, tomorrow because it's the first shit tomorrow, Super Tuesday is the first. I got to pay a daycare bill, bro. So I know what it's like to be busy and, you know, shit and just not have time to sit down. You know, not have time to say shit. A uh, homeboy from work, Mr. Pre gave me this badass book, you know, kind of like a, a cult science book, not like, you know, devil worship occult, just not mainstream, which is the definition of a cult hidden thing, secret, you know, science book. I need to start reading that. This man ordered it from the library, and the library had ordered it from a theosophical society, and they loaned him the book so they could loan him the book so he could loan me the book. Yeah, I'm like, damn, this man think that much of me to go through all this trouble because he wants me to read this book probably just so we can chat about it. And I read slow as fuck. <laughs> so I need to get started. But I say that to say I understand that we all are busy. I understand that we all have obligations. But when it comes to the person who governs our nation and the people who govern us, let's get off on a side tangent. Fucking vote in your local elections, bruh. Vote in your local elections because the shit that the president and those people can do are big now. It's big because it can have international ramifications and they can fuck up the whole show and then it could be go grab a gun time and get your bullets. Get your ammo. I got to go get some ammo. I'm not saying nothing's going to happen. I don't really buy into the whole, you know, uh, police Versus black people or black versus white thing. I don't really buy into that shit, bro. Maybe it's because I live in Gainesville. And this is a city where I see so many interracial people. And it's not just black and white. White and Chinese. Black and Chinese. Indian and this. Everything and everything is mixing up here. So my son has like a majority of biracial friends. You know, my kids still don't know color. They don't understand it. They do not have a concept of race. They just understand people and we all look different and it's just, you know, just happens to be that way. But they don't identify it as a big deal, you know, because they never they, you know, they just grew up seeing all races and all races having positive examples. So it's just people. But at any rate, I don't buy into the whole nation is about to go to war with itself shit because. The reality of it is, is that we all have our prejudices. And I, I don't know how many times I've said this in these podcasts, but there is a difference between being a racist and being a prejudiced person or having prejudice, being a racist and having prejudices. OK, 
let's break down this having prejudice thing first because I think that has to do with the, a lot to do with the election and the state of the country now too everybody's saying this racist this is racist that and a lot of this has to do with getting to this and getting to that vote so let's do it being prejudiced is a-okay to a degree and everybody is prejudiced raise your hand if you're not prejudiced if you just raise your hand you're a motherfucking liar okay because being prejudiced is what's going to save your life being prejudiced i'm not going to break out the law dictionary but i under, i just have a good memory being prejudiced is to prejudge first definition to prejudge to judge someone without you know meeting them or knowing them that's not the one the true definition is to prejudge prejudice prejust prejudge prejudge prejudice Latin. so you have to fucking prejudge every time you take a step you prejudge if you take a step and don't prejudge you could trip and break your fucking neck okay now let's break that down to prejudging people okay if you don't know i'm a black guy i'm about 200 today shit i was 220 pounds i gotta tighten up six three okay short dreads i'm walking down the street i see a guy walking down the street it'll have to be two or three guys actually to really make me nervous so let's say i see three guys walking my if i see one guy he tries some shit unless he got a gun he's probably gonna get semi fucked up or we gonna fight down there to the death because i'm really about one-on-one phase right now like uh so i'm gonna say i see three guys because that sounds like a party you know if they want to fight that sounds like that'd be kind of crazy and i'm walking it's dark you know i made let's say i just went and saw a show and I'm out of town. That makes it real good. Because I'm in Gainesville. I'm not really worried about shit. It's pretty low-key here. Let's say I'm in like Orlando, the city of Tampa, the city. I'm walking back to the car. Let's say I have my wife with me. Eh, I'll probably have my gun at this point. So, uh, Yeah, let's do that scenario. I got my gun. Because if I'm out of town with the fam, I got the chop on me. So, okay. I see three guys walking my direction. Now, they look like they didn't come from where I come from. Let's say we went to see the opera or some shit, so we dressed up. We're in a parking garage. That's attached to the shit now, and you just see three people, you know, stepping away from your vehicle as you walk up to it. Okay, let's prejudge the fucking situation. Why is you at my car? Why is you dipped in black? Why is you looking creepy? And I ain't, these people don't have to have a fucking race. They can be white, black, Mexican, purple, pink, Chinese. Let's not give them a race. Because that makes it racist. I want to talk about prejudging. These are just three individuals. I can't tell what race they is. They gloved up, dipped out. Okay. Automatically, I'm going to prejudge the situation and say these motherfuckers is breaking into my car. And they see me. So now it's going to pop off. What if those guys were just putting flyers in all the windows for their upcoming event at that place next week? What if they doing some kind of show next week? Maybe it's cold out, so they just happen to be bundled up. Maybe my car was the car they did, and they saw it. And maybe they just want to come up to me and hand me a flyer. Now, I'm going to tell you the truth. If I see that shit, first thing I'm going to do is say, hey, tell my wife to go duck behind the vehicle. Go hide. Hey, go hide. I'm going to take care of this. She probably going to not want to listen and shit. Hey, listen, go go chill the fuck out. Okay. And I'm going to say, hey, guys, is everything okay? Y'all, y'all straight? Now, that's what I'm honestly going to do, probably from a distance. Now, mind you, I'm already visualizing the chopper. So, if it is a situation of where they passing out flyers, and I may have my phone in my hand on 911. You know, that's the first thing you really should do is get the phone out, 
be on 911 because I'm prejudging this. I think this could be a malicious situation. So, but I'm gonna say, hey man, what's up? What y'all doing? Oh, we passing out flowers. All right, well, thank you. You can leave it there. We straight. Let them keep going, hopping my wheel. Or, hey man, what y'all doing? Put the nigga lay it down. What? And then shit, you know, who knows where it goes from there. But you have to prejudge and say, hey, let me take a step back and see what's going on. You can't be a person to say, oh, those, look at those nice young men. Hey, how y'all doing? And get trapped up. And you can't be a guy to pull out the gun and blah, 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 wet these guys up. Now, see, in both situations, in all three, four situations, there is prejudging. It's how you handle that prejudgment. Because all prejudgment really is going to tell you is two things. This is a threat or this is not a threat. That's what prejudice has to do with. This is a threat or this is not a threat. And then from there, you can behave or you can act or you can respond. But prejudging is key. Because without prejudging, you're leaping before you're looking. And all prejudging is doing is looking before you leap. Now, there are now I think in America, we have poor forms of prejudging dealing with stereotypes against quote unquote ethnic groups I won't say minorities because I don't believe that that's the case I would say ethnic groups such as Asians, Indians, African Americans, Americans in Africa um, Spanish people, these people white people, everybody has their stereotypes and then you have the ethnic stereotypes, oh Polacks is supposed to be this, Jews are supposed to be that you know Germans are this you know Greeks are that you know and all these different breakdowns of stereotypes but stereotypes combined with prejudice can be hurtful, but they usually aren't going to really damage a whole group of people. Okay, now let's talk about racism, which in itself is a disease because we don't really have different races. There's only one race, the human race, which is brought down into different nation, families, and ethnicities. Okay. That's the real thing of what we're dealing with here on like educated, true to life, based in science, based in how the world is governed. We are one race, homo sapien sapien, and a small amount of people have Neanderthal DNA. I was talking to my homeboy the other day and he was like, oh, I did the chromosome shit. And they said I was 4% Neanderthal. I was like, damn, that's deep because I had always... Not always, but since a couple years ago when they came out with it, I was like, is nobody amazed that we have hybrids in this society? Which is what that would be, a hybrid, because those are two different species. Homo sapien sapien and a Neanderthal, which is homo something, which is a hybrid. You know, like mixed kids aren't hybrids. They're just two different ethnic groups of the same species breeding, you know, which is why most you know, mixed kids come out, you know, just bam, because they have such a strong genetic cross. It's such a two different level of genetics. And you crossbreeding. Learn that from 50-50 kennels dog Mike. That's how you get the strongest crosses. You take two tightly bred dogs and you cross them. Bam. And you just get a masterpiece. Uh, Diva is cross strong. We'll put up some pictures of Diva so you can see what the crossing process does. My kids are mixed. They're beautiful. I'm just crossing words. Um, but the whole hybrid thing is based upon the concept of this the Neanderthal and the Homo sapien got busy back in the days, probably up in the northern region because they said most people with African DNA do not have this, um, you know, Neanderthal DNA. 
Now, I think Africans-Americans are a little different because we have other DNA in us, either through, you know, interracial marriages, if you talk about now, if you go back in the past, we know about, uh, you know, breeding, slave breeding, or people who are enslaved being bred, people who are enslaved being raped, and then you got different DNAs or genes introduced into the gene pool that way. So I think it's a higher probability for people like myself to probably have a micron and Neanderthal DNA. Okay, so we digress pretty deep, but we're going to bring this shit back because all that was was to talk about quote unquote race, how this whole thing is racialized and blah, 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 eyes. And the reason I really had to go deep into race before I talked about the last three candidates, and y'all know who they is, the big names, is because their whole thing is based off racial manipulation. And the key of it is, is that we're just one race, the human race, broke down into nations which break down into different ethnic groups, okay? So let's start out with like Hillary Clinton. Now Hillary Clinton, they say has a very, very strong support system from the African-American group. I'm quote unquote African-American. I don't support Hillary Clinton. I don't really know why black people support Hillary Clinton. What has Bill Clinton done for black people? He brought down some of the harshest fucking sentencing laws since Reagan. Nobody knows that because he can play the fucking saxophone dance and get a blowjob, I guess. You know what I'm saying? So what is that? You know, what is that? I don't know. So I don't understand. Oh, Hillary Clinton. Let me dive off into her ass real quick. I don't understand what's going on with the Benghazi thing. And I don't want to be one of these crazy ah Benghazi and Alex Jones and I got the documents, but uh, the Benghazi shit is real. What's going on with that? And my other thing with her too is I don't like how they try to say oh people pick on Hillary because she's a woman. Nobody gives a fuck about the fact that she's a woman. Everybody got a mama. We used to dealing with women of in power shit. You know I was raised by nothing but women in power. You know I like the idea of a woman in power. You know, I was raised by women with power. So that's not the case. It has nothing to do with her being a woman. I think a strong woman, which I think she is a strong woman. Now, don't take it from I don't think she's a weak person. I think she's a very strong woman to deal with what she's dealt with. You know, having these offices that she's had, you know, make moves that she had to make. But I think some of that shit was flaw. You know, the Benghazi shit, the whole Benghazi shit, because the fact that they went in there and did that to Gaddafi, and then they, they, they killed Gaddafi's character because he was just trying to put Africa on the uh, on the dinar system, a gold-based system, to leverage power system, you know. What's wrong with that? And I'm a person who would have not benefited from it because I'm over here in the United States, but I still understand a person trying to better themselves. And now all of a sudden, it's okay for rebels to kill a sitting head of state in his country. And, that, and we celebrate that. Okay. See what I'm saying? Infotainment. Think about that. Rebels kill a head of state in his own country. Cut off his penis. You show the fucking shit on TV and we supposed to be happy about it. But a motherfucker here can't protest without getting shot with tear gas. A motherfucker here can't walk down the street. Can't walk down the street without stopping frisk. Can't get taken to jail without getting killed and shit. Okay? It's all right in Gainesville. The police ain't crazy. I ain't going to lie to you, but... And all of that. So, Hillary Clinton, what about them fucking emails? We ain't got off Hillary Clinton yet. What about them fucking emails? Huh? What about the fucking emails, Hillary? 
You had emails on your personal server. Is this Mr. Frank out here? I'm trying to try to get him to rake up these leads for me. That's not him. Um, what about the fucking emails? Because you can't have emails on the personal server, and any IT person know what time it is. How you got emails on a fucking personal server and sitting up here, and then on the race all the shit, and then you trying to give back a little bit to look at, and then, I mean, so to me, it is a trust issue, Hillary. And they said back in the day, you got kicked off the shit because of something with Watergate. You was dealing with a senator that was somehow involved in Watergate and some other shit. And the guy fired her over some other shit. I wish I had the internet up right now. But all I'm saying is, she's kind of flawed. You know, so like I said, I don't really know. What is her appeal to black voters? I don't really talk to a lot of black voters. I don't really talk to anybody because I'm always busy. So <clears throat> next episode, I actually want to have a panel on here. But, you know, it's last minute. I had to do something. So at any rate, I don't know, Hillary. I'm not really feeling you, shawty. I'm not really feeling you. Just because I feel like she's the kind of person who is the biggest Republican running as a Democrat, you know, in her in her thinking. And I'm not a Democrat, but I just think that she's corporate, she's paid for. And uh, and I think, honestly, she was more groomed for this than Bill Clinton was. I just think that he was a male at the time. And I do think she's been more groomed for this than Bill Clinton was. I just don't think she's a trustworthy person based on the email thing and the Benghazi thing, you know. And she just looks like a person that lies. I hate to be the person who like, she just looks like a liar, but... You just know, and I'm not saying she's a bad person. I think she's a hardworking woman. I respect her work ethic. I, you know, you know, respect everything she's accomplished, quote unquote, in her career. But it's some shit I don't agree with, and I don't think that's the person I want running the country. So, let's get on over to Mr. Her counterpart, Mr. Bernie Sanders. Feel the burn, man. Feel the burn. I'm not hating on Bernie Sanders. I don't have an issue. With Bernie Sanders. But here's my thing. With Bernie Sanders. Let me get a sip of water. Here's my thing with Bernie Sanders. With Bernie Sanders. Oh, I tapped the holder. With Bernie Sanders. He is pulling. He is pulling the same move. Barack Obama pulled eight years ago. And mind you, I told you all these people is dealing with emotions. Rubio is dealing with the religious. No, Cruz is dealing with the religious, anti-gay, pro-life, white Hispanic people emotion. Rubio is just a regular Republican emotion with a little darker Hispanic emotion. He trying to invoke that. Scott Mitchell, he gonna lose. Uh, the other people... They're, they don't count. They're going to lose. Hillary Clinton is dealing with no emotion, really. She must have some emotion. She's striking with black voters because she won North Carolina, South Carolina, something the other day. And I was just like, I don't really know. It's probably because, you know what I think it is with Hillary Clinton? I bet a lot of the black voters are females. And she probably hits that female court with them. But, you know, I heard a one thing with Hillary Clinton where she was like talking about getting this rapist off who actually was guilty and laughing about it and shit. Google that. YouTube that. But, um, spring time too. All these birds is out the door I'm looking at too. Sorry. So, back to Bernie Sanders. Bernie, 
My only thing with you is he, him and Donald Trump, which I'm going to use last, is using the most emotional shit ever. Bernie Sanders now, I will say that from the pictures they found conveniently of him and all these protests, it's funny how you got like just pictures of one guy in a protest. There's millions of people, but they have tons of pictures of Bernie getting arrested and this and that and the third. I don't know if these motherfuckers have videographers rolling with them throughout their life. <laughs> All these perfect camera shots of him getting bammed and shit and speaking out. But I respect that if that's the case. I ain't going to hate on them. Like I said, I respect all of these people's work ethic because they probably had to work just as hard or harder than me in life to get to where they're at. I mean, I know when you're governing people and you're over people, the shit becomes a different thing. You know, when you're responsible for individuals livelihood or just how their life functions i'm not taking anything away from these people remember that so burn i think you are promising a lot of shit that you can't deliver just like barack obama did and that's honestly what i honestly believe i think what you're saying is good but you cannot deliver it the system will not let you deliver it okay the system will not let you deliver it. And that is what you must know. So, I think he's good in invoking the young vote, just like Barack Obama. I think he's good in invoking hope, just like Barack Obama. It's a good tool with young people because young people are going to live forever. Remember that, you know, they're going to live forever and their generation is going to be the generation to change shit. And then you hit 30 and you're like, oh, the motherfuckers that got this shit set up will kill you before they let you change it. Think about it, guys. The Middle East, all the fucking guys that got killed were strong men that the United States and the UN put in power. Do the fucking do your history, man, because a lot of us are under 30. I'm under 35. So we don't know the history of how Saddam got in power. Hello. How Gaddafi got in power. Hello, uh oh, how Mubarak got in power. Hello, people. How did all those people get in power? Huh? Who helped them get in power? Who went, who whose guns and tanks and planes and helicopters and missiles and bullets did they have when they got in power? And if you start acting like, oh no, 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 no. I run the show. I'ma tell you what to do. There will be an uprising. And you will be killed and your penis will be cut off in the streets. Because guess what? You were just put there as a puppet. And they will murder you fucking dead. Before they let... Do y'all remember when I seen this thing on Barack Obama? Maybe it was some interview, uh, Barbara Walters or something. And they said on his balcony where he sits at at night, he was gone away from his crib. And a sniper shot and put a, a, a bullet hole directly where his head rests. On that, on his chair, and he says it's still there to this day to remind him. Okay, you also remember that somebody jumped the White House fence. Okay, you also remember that a drone flew over. How in the fuck? All of this shit is happening to the White House when this guy's in office because they keep reminding him, bruh, we'll take your motherfucking ass out. You see what I'm saying? You can be touched. Any of them can be touched. You know. And anybody who got shot, killed, assassinated, they want to go against the grain. Believe that. So, Bernie, I feel what you're trying to do, but I do know that you have a strong possibility 
of being the nominee. And if Trump is on the other end of the ticket, you have a strong possibility of being president. But I don't think they're going to let you do that. I don't think they're going to allow you to make all this radical change, just like they did not allow Barack Obama. He was obstructed by Congress. But if it was an all dem when it was an all Democratic Congress, he didn't do shit. Because he knew if he wanted to really do what he was talking about, they would have really called his ass to the side and said, hey, you know, Barry, listen, what the fuck is you doing? Who you think you is? And that's what they're going to do to you if you win, Sanders. They're going to say, hold up, motherfucker. I, I don't know. Is he a Jewish guy or not? Um, but they're going to say, hey, man, I don't really uh, know who in the fuck you think you is, but you is not from the fuck up the status quo. So, you know, but he's been a senator for how long? So he already, they're just fucking playing parts, man. This guy's not finna do all that shit. He's just giving you that option to vote for. So you feel like you're doing something. Okay, that's the bottom line. Okay, that's the real bottom line. You know, you seen Star Wars. You know who Senator Palpatine was. <laughs> so don't get it twisted. All of these people are Senator Palpatine. And all of these motherfuckers will turn into uh, Darth Sidious. So it's not really an option. But I like how Bernie Sanders invokes and energizes the base and gets grassroots people into it. But I do not think by any scratch, shape, fiction, pretendo of the imagination that he is going to be the individual that is going to just change everything like Barack Obama was supposed to. He may have it easier because he's a white guy. So, you know, they can swallow that pill a little easier. But... I don't even think it's about that no more. I told you it's not about race. They don't see race. They don't see race. And people say, oh, of course, you full of shit. Diesel, what the fuck you talking about? Because, oh, they do see race. Da -da 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 -da. You see all this, man? That shit is a game to divide us, man. They don't see race. These people are usually Masons or Rosicrucians. They worship fucking Egyptians, Sumerians. Those are all dark-skinned people. Worship them ancient gods, all dark-skinned gods. They don't give a fuck about race. They know it's not real. Those people worship power, intelligence, knowledge. Money doesn't count because that's fate. You, you listen to black law. Money is fate. Gold is a resource. Silver is a resource. Platinum is a resource. It's not money. It's resources. Power. Unseen resource. Love it. Feed off it. That's what they do. They don't care about race. It's billionaire black people sitting up with billionaire white people sitting up with billionaire people from all over the planet. And they laugh and do whatever the fuck they want to do. And you are worried about race because you are broke. I am broke. So these little tools can divide us. All right. We got about 10 minutes left. So now we're talking about money. They don't care about race. We divide it. And this is all based around that rhetoric. Remember in the beginning we talked about rhetoric. That's the bullshit lies they be telling you. Let's move on to the most controversial candidate of this motherfucker. Donald Trump. Mr. Hadou himself. Let me get a sip of water before I get on Donald Trump ass. Hold up. Give me two seconds. Excuse me. Okay, here we go. Donald Trump. That guy is fucking awesome. This is why I think Donald Trump is awesome. And no, I'm not voting for him. But this is why I think he's awesome. Donald Trump is America's response to Barack Obama. The reason I say that is because for Barack Obama to become elected, a lot of mainstream Americans had to vote for him. 
Now, some of those people were quite let down. Some of those people were happy. There were some people that didn't vote for him and they were fucking furious. Now, you're beginning to see those people say, hey, I'm not liking what I'm seeing. I'm not liking all this love with Cuba. I'm not liking all this close Guantanamo. I'm not liking all this, you know, bring, let the quote unquote illegal or undocumented people stay. All you hear is, I don't like, I don't like, I don't like the hate Obamacare. I'm not a big fan of it either. I, I like the concept of socialized medicine, but that's not socialized medicine. That's just the law saying you have to have this shit or you're going to get fined. And it's like a deal between us and companies saying that we will guarantee coverage if you guarantee to fucking pay more money across the board. And I know my shit doubled and tripled and quadrupled. And I, and I do think all people need health care. And I don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. I think universal health care is important. But I think it doesn't take 3,000 pages to get it. And I think that it should have been done in a more open and honest way. And I think that it should be done in a way that doesn't push the capitalization of health care further. It pushes the overall neutralization meaning doctor you can get a hell of a good wage because we know what you have to pay to get these get these um degrees and stuff but you could also do a thing where you give a person a free education in return for a certain amount of years of free service and then boom bam pow and then after old five or ten years of working not for free but for a reduced wage then you say bam i'm out of this shit i never had that credit debt on my report and then, you know, the shit works out. But at any rate, we was on Donald Trump. He's America's answer to their frustrations with the unwhitening of America. Donald Trump is America's knee-jerk response to the unwhitening of America. Most people who support Donald Trump will not say it. But they're scared. They know the ethnic group of the Europeans' birth rate is, is, is at a negative, meaning there are more people dying than being born with, you know, European, straight up and down European stock, okay? Ethnic, and there's more mixing, like I told you, so ethnic or multi-ethnic kids aren't white, you know, because we already read the definition of color in Black's Law. All you have to do is have a, a one drop of anything else and... Your color, which color doesn't mean black. It means someone of African descent. But then there's a lot of Asian groups that are of African descent. Like we said earlier, Aboriginal people consider themselves black because they're of African descent. You know, they're indigenous to Australia and Africa because you can look at them and tell Malaysian people. And if you look at most indigenous people of mostly all the continents, the people they hide from you up in the bushes and shit. Look, Google the indigenous people of the Philippines. Um, cause my homeboy that I worked with told me, he's like, those people are like protected and shit. They're like a national treasure cause it's so little of them. They were almost slaughtered, but they look like, uh, they look like Aboriginal people, like black people with straight hair. You know, you look at Malaysian people, the black people with curly blonde hair and blue eyes. At any rate, Donald Trump, I keep coming back to it, is the response to that shit, man, because America is just tired of all this bullshit. America saying, hey, God damn it. Make America great again. Great seems almost to sound like white, doesn't it? 
let's make America great again. No, let's make America white again, is what they're really saying. Why do you say that, Diesel? I say that because I'm pretty sure I was dropping my daughter off to school today, and they said Daniel Duke or David Duke, Double D, whoever the fuck he is, KKK president, which is a terrorist group. Oh, let's, I don't even know if I'm going to talk about Donald Trump because the fucking KKK got into a fight the other day. It was crazy. They was, now the KKK got a permit to protest, which means the police know it's going to happen. Some black people or ethnic, no, it wasn't just black people. It was black and white people because the person that was stabbed was a white guy. So some, some, some anti-protesters of multi-ethnic groups rolled up on their ass. They squalled the uh, KKK guy or the Klansman as they called him. Stabbed the dude with the eagle on the tip of his Confederate flag or American flag or whatever. And, you know, they went in it. They said the, the, the Klansmen hopped in the van, left three dudes behind, which you could tell the anti-protesters weren't really trying to get it because, bitches, 15 of us and three of y'all, man, they're going to find stomp pieces of a person. So, at any rate, they got into it, blah, blah, blah. But my question is, is the fucking KKK, although every white person you'll talk to say, oh, the KKK, they're just some fucking clowns and white sheets. They don't even do shit. Like, bro, these people kill, rape, lynch, fucking terrorize the fuck out of people in America. And now you can laugh at them. But the Black Panthers, who, to my knowledge, I could be wrong, didn't kill no fucking body. They just said, don't fuck with us or we'll get them choppers. And they had, you know, programs for breakfast and this and that for the community. But I think the reason that America doesn't like the Black Panthers is because they don't like black power because they think black power means there is no white power. Black power does not mean there is no white power. Black power means that instead of having stores in our neighborhood that sell us alcohol and sugar and blunt wraps, maybe we need to take those gas station markets and sell black soap, shea butter, and fucking natural foods. You know, ginger snap candy or some shit. You know, maybe instead of having banks that are owned by multinational people, we can have banks or credit unions managed by ourselves. That's what black power is. Black power is just saying, I have some control of my destiny. I'm just not some idiot out here being fucking a commercial ATM for anybody who wants to come to the hood and make a buck by either selling us alcohol and blunt wraps and sugar at the corner store or by getting... Uh, interest off of our money at the banks and by putting none of this back into the community man fucking I'm going through it right now sorry Donald Trump I'm going through it right now because we did school choice my son goes to a B school because the school well down the road from my house is an F school although my little neighborhood is nice the fucking school he's on for is an F school two years in a row I'm like how in the fuck can I not get a choice to not I, he doesn't need to go to an F school that's economic segregation so now my son, because we live in an area that has a lot of apartments and stuff near the school, so they're not getting those tax dollars. It's an F school, you know. So my son has to go there. And I'm black. And it has nothing to do with race. That's why I say people always want to talk about fucking race. It's not that I don't want my son to go to school with black kids because I'm black. I went to a black neighborhood school. It was awesome, Manatee Elementary. But what I'm saying is it's a fucking F school. And I don't want my son going to an F school and they just denied him the transfer. So I got to go hard to the paint and shit because it's not about race. It's about opportunity. So with Donald Trump and being supported by this Klansman, he said he's not going to denounce the support. What the fuck? You know? So all I'm saying is, is make America white again is what Donald Trump is about. He's a reality show star. America's dumb as fuck. 
so they can swallow everything he's saying because they've been programmed for the last 20 years to take reality show shit. He can just hit you with sensational statement. Ooh, you heard what he said? Ooh. That's why they love Conor McGregor because he can talk shit good. Donald Trump can talk shit good. And they'd rather have a person who can talk shit good than a person who can run the company good. You see the list on Facebook of all the shit he did that failed? You see the list. You see the Klansmen endorsing him. But people still support him. How you going to support somebody a Klansman endorse? Huh? But then they say, how you going to support somebody the Black Panthers endorse? Black Panthers ain't never killed nobody, bro. Historically. Historically. KKK stabbed a bitch the other day. Now, the Black Panthers will show up at a polling precinct and make sure ain't no bullshit happening. But people see just because he dealt them black and he ain't with that bullshit. Oh, he's being a menace. Just, just your presence. Being strong and black is fucking menacing. And that is why Donald Trump is popular right now. That's why a lot of kids get shot in the street, too, because they're menacing. They look scary. Because a 17-year-old black kid can be a fucking 30-year-old black person. Black people don't really age a lot unless they don't take care of themselves. So you can't tell how old certain people is. I worked with a guy at Nationwide. He said, bro, how old you think I am? I'm like, shit, 32. I was 48. I said, you a goddamn lie. He said, I'm 48, bro. I was like, damn. He was short too. What up, cuz? Um, Dread, if you listen, what up? So, man, that's all I'm gonna say. Donald Trump, I don't know. At first, I thought he didn't want to even have the, the nomination because of how much shit he was talking. And I think it backfired on him. I thought he was just gonna sensation. I thought the purpose of Donald Trump was to be so fucking conservative that the rest of the Republican candidates would look moderate. Because Mitt Romney, that's his name, Mitt Romney and the other guys were so conservative that they just couldn't compare to the liberalism slash middle of the roadism of Barack Obama. But now, the most conservative guy seems moderate standing next to Donald Trump, who wants to build the wall, who wants to do all this sensational shit. I think Donald Trump and Bernie Sanders are like um, diametric opposites or polar opposites. They, like, are the two extremes. That's why Hillary Clinton may just win this shit. Because those guys are so extreme that it's like they're going to break up the votes and then Hillary Clinton. Well, no, because it's either going to be Bernie Sanders or Hillary Clinton. There may be a Sanders-Clinton ticket in which I think the Democrats are going to win. But I think Trump has a strong chance of winning, too, just because people are so stupid. No offense. And they're so used to watching reality TV that they'll just vote for that dumbass because hey why not you know you gave you know Barack Obama a chance that's how they probably thinking so at any rate that's the politicast it's been an hour I don't support none of these fucking candidates but I do think Hillary Clinton is probably gonna end up winning because Bernie Sanders is way too liberal and Donald Trump is way too conservative none of those other cats is gonna make it Donald Trump is gonna be the Republican candidate and for the Democrats I'm pretty sure it's gonna be Trump versus Clinton and Trump is going to fuck himself by opening his mouth too wide. That's my political prediction. Tomorrow, Super Tuesday. I'm going to try to mix this thing up and get it out by 12 o'clock. So, hey, listen to the music. Peace. I got faded tattoos. I got holes in my shoes. Got a beat of guitar. And I can show single blues. And it's hard.
there we go that is the politicast and like i said i was just gonna tell you how i feel keep it honest and keep it real it's been fun uh and i'm also gonna say i'm gonna try to do at least one politicast a month into the elections so if you want to be on a panel discussion to talk about what's going on what they're saying in the media what we're hearing please let me know because I would love to have someone to bounce some of these ideas off of. And people have said they want to do it, but nobody's come in. So please do that. So, man, again, if y'all want to check us out on iTunes and give us a rating, read, appreciate that. Come to the website, www.tellmethetruth-podcast.com. We have links to iTunes, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Google+, YouTube, all of that stuff. We're trying to put out as much content as we can for the people for y'all to enjoy. So, man, I'm going to tell y'all what. This election season is going to be interesting. Don't hate your brother. Don't be divided. There's no such thing as fucking races. That is a trick that they play on us. We are all one human family. We are all one living family on the planet Earth. Humans, trees, animals, the water, the air, we're one part of the earth. Just like your body has bacteria, enzymes, cells, all kind of shit. You know, 777 trillion cells, even more bacteria, you know, all of this stuff and empty space makes us. And just like that. All of the elements of this planet make the planet and we're an element of the planet. Remember that shit, man. And don't let this silly ass election get you divided, arguing and shit. But pay attention, guys. And remember, if you can't tell the truth, don't talk about it. Peace. If the savage one is me, how can there be so much that you don't know? You don't know. You think you own whatever land you land on. The earth is just a dead thing you can claim But I know every rock and tree and creature Has a life, has a spirit, has a name You think the only people who are people Are the people who look and think like you But if you walk the footsteps of a stranger You'll learn things you never knew, you never knew. Have you ever heard the wolf cry to the blue corn moon? Or ask the grinning bobcat why he grinned? Can you sing with all the voices of the mountain? Can you paint with all the colors of the wind? Can you paint with all the colors of the wind? Run the hidden pine trails, the 
of the earth Come rolling all the riches all around you And for once never wonder what they're worth The rainstorm and the river are my brothers The heron and the otter are my friends And we are all connected to each other In a circle, in a hoop that never Of the wind, you can own the earth and still.